Welcome to Money Matters with Matt and Rich, episode 15. Welcome, Matt. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. I think we got a great episode today. Why the heck should I live in southern New Hampshire? Yes. There's all sorts of parts of New Hampshire. There's seacoast. There's western. There's northern. There's even, I guess, technically central. Right. Um, but why the heck would I live in southern New Hampshire? I think a great conversation based upon that today was, will be great. Yeah. Um, what's going on in the market uh, from the lending side of things? What are we seeing? Rates? What are we seeing? you know, with your buyers, yeah. competition, things like that. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. So rates are the same as last week, you know, sevens. Yep. It is what it is. Right. It's where we're at. Um, we're going to go up to eight, probably eight. We're probably going to go up to nine during the winter. Kind of yep. is what it is. Yep. Right. The but Fed the, has said that. The They've Fed already has, literally said that. Yeah. So you're not just, uh, it's not a PML thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not a Matt McDonald thing. Yeah. It's not a PML thing. It's not a retracing thing. The Fed has said this. Right. They will be going up and very likely 75 basis points again this month, next month. Right. With the Fed rate, which is not directly totally indicative tied of, to it, but right. the 10-year Treasury, right, yep. that tends to follow that suit. And yep. when that goes up, you know, rates, mortgage interest rates go up. Right. And, and that's the thing, too, right? It, it, it doesn't directly tie to it. Um, but think about if you're an investor that's buying these securities, if every other interest rate's going up you're going to demand a higher interest rate as well, just moving with the market. So it doesn't directly tie 90% of the time. It does in terms of what investors do with it. But just because Fed rate goes up doesn't mean mortgage right. rate immediately goes up to that too. So, you know, if yep. your LO is quoting you, you know, seven and they raise it 75 bips, so it doesn't mean the next day you wake up at 7.75. Right. That's not that's not how that works. And typically it's the, it, the real estate is already kind of built in that yep. raise. So like we're, we've already built in the raise that's coming this time. Yep. And next time we'll have already built in the raise that's coming so yep exactly exactly so i don't see that we're going to move all too much we'll probably move a little bit just naturally but honestly usually they they adjust and then they realize they adjusted a little bit too much and then we come back down anyway so realistically i think once the water settles we'll probably be around where we are yeah it's been in, such in a fast seven. move oh it's crazy so any buyers out there that are shopping weekly you need to be touching base with your lender mm -hmm. If you found a property, right? If you if you're not finding properties every week, then, right. then no big deal. But before right. you you know move forward with that property, touch base with the lender to find out what that payment is. Yes, real estate owner occupy is payment based, right? What's that payment? Am I comfortable with that? Is it as good or better than my rent? Is yep. it not as good? Like what what's that number look like? Right. And weekly, daily rates are changing, but weekly they are changing. Right. Um, right. It, it it it's wild. I mean, we keep repeating ourselves in the industry, but it's. It's just something we've never seen, right? right. So we really don't like it's if we just can't stress it enough to just keep talking to your LO, keep talking to your realtor. Cause I mean, the house that you saw for 500 grand two weeks ago, you may be in a completely different class now. Maybe not in terms of qualification. Maybe you can still qualify, but the house you can get now might be drastically different, right? right? So like it could and that be. That payment might go up 100 bucks and that might not be comfortable with you, right? Because of, uh, you know, quarter percent interest rate yeah. uh, increase that day. Right. That right. day. It could come down tomorrow. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or or it's one of those things where, okay, my payment raise is 100 bucks a month, but now you're seeing the house that you can get for it. Yeah. And you're like, okay, maybe that's worth it now because maybe we could see ourselves staying here for yeah. X period of time. So you, you want to put yourself in the best you know position possible for you, for your family, for your future. Just, you know, Make sure you're contacting the professionals. Don't yeah. try to do it on your own. That's why That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was a, a meme on Facebook. I think you saw, uh, I tagged you in that, is the uh, the Zillow home loans yeah, building. 
Um, like spirit Halloween. They, they are now all Spirit Halloweens because they're all out of business. Because they are all screwed. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of. Uh, I mean. Th- the general public is probably not going to go to some of these lenders, the hard money lenders, mm-hmm. things like that. But there's some of those that went out of business. Yeah. Like they don't make business if they're not doing loans and they literally shut their doors and they're dealing with what they've got in their house. And right. that's it. They're not doing anything new. Right. Um, right. So it's kind of a joke on like, you know, some of the lenders, some of the loan products, some of the people, some of, you know, these companies like work with the ones that are local that have been around yep. and will continue to be around. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's exactly it. You know, just because. You know, we're a smaller brokerage, relatively speaking, compared to these national guys or the national lenders. But, you know, we work with the biggest lenders and the ones that we know are yeah. perfectly fine right now yeah. because they have good business models. United Wholesale Mortgage, I know, is, is thriving right yeah, now, yeah. relatively speaking. Well, <laughs> but they're the biggest names right. in the industry. Right. Yep. Right. They are. And, you know, they're, they know how to position themselves. They know how maybe they haven't gone through this crazy of a market but they have very intelligent people telling them what to do in this market. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's good. You know, we're not talking about like, you know, Joe's bank that we're, that we're sending this loan to. And it's like, Oh, sorry, we we're closing doors. <laughs> we're, and then, yeah. Like while you're an underwriting, your, right? your rate went up three and a half percent. Right. Exactly. <laughs> while uh, you're under contract. Well, exactly. Wait a second. <laughs> we couldn't lock you. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a second. But, but what yeah. else is going on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than that, I go, I, we were just talking a little bit before, you know, mass, if you're shopping in, mass you know it's still a little crazy in terms of you know there's not crazy bidding wars that's that's long gone but you know house goes up on thursday your, your offers are gonna have to be put in by sunday night monday morning the latest yeah. and there's gonna be a decision still multiple offers still yep. still multiple offers again you know that's also still happening in new hampshire right right it, it, it is for the it, nice homes right right in the good areas it that are sound, we correctly. sound like broken records because you know and, and i get the same question is this gonna crash is it gonna is this gonna change things is it, Yes and no. Mm-hmm. The nice homes in the nice areas that are done right, priced well, gonna sell multiple offers first weekend still. Right. Just the way it goes. Right. Three unit in Manchester recently, my cash buyer lost out to another cash buyer. Mm-hmm. I'm talking $700,000. Right. <laughs> $700,000 cash some, someone's got. Yeah. And they, they took the property over asking price, no inspections, just like it was last year. Right. Right. My buyer's like, what? I offered him asking with an inspection. I was like, yeah, well, yeah, unfortunately, somebody- <laughs> someone else has said, you know what? I'm going to do a little bit better. Right. <laughs> There's only one other person, right? right. So, like, so granted, the odds are very unlikely, but, but it happened. Happen. But it happened. So it's out there. So, and it, but this was a very nice um, asset to yeah. own, too. So, yeah. And you know, um, what you want to know the best way to hedge your, your house crashing? Just take care of your house. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. simple concept. You know, yeah. just just take care of your house. Yeah. Upkeep it, it. Make sure you're doing the, you know, taking care of the big ticket items, making sure you're, you know, yeah. if your furnace needs to be replaced, place the furnace. Yeah. Make sure you're servicing your things. Like yeah. if your roof is, you know, caving in, maybe you should get that inspected and before yeah. you put it on the market, right? Like take care of your asset yeah. and then the market will take care of you exactly. at the end of the day. Yeah. That's from it. a seller's perspective, exactly. Right. right. It's uh if you it, provide the nice quality product. Right. Yep. Right, you're selling something. Yep. Like, Even if it's priced right and it's not a quality product, they're still sit- they're sitting. Yeah. And it's like, but that's a great price. Right. Right. But people aren't willing to just jump into that anymore because again, three percent. They were like, yeah, I'll take it. No, right. no big deal because my monthly payment's like a grand. Right. <laughs> and now they're like, that same house a little bit cheaper is now seventeen hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take that burden on. Right, right. <laughs> and I think, you know, something that maybe isn't being talked about too with it is, you know, you could borrow money cheaper to 
actually do the renovations yeah. if you had to. Right. You know, you could probably borrow at three percent, four percent. You know, on a on a personal, personal loan, loan, rehab, yeah. whatever it Some was. Sort of line of credit. Yeah. And now you you're talking eight, nine, ten percent. So now you're talking about a higher monthly obligation with a higher cost to yeah. borrow the money. Is it worth it to do that now? We're seeing it's not. People yeah. are saying no. It's it's not worth it for me to do that. And I know the ones that I've gotten under contract for, like you know, houses that need a little bit of upkeep or a little bit of you know bringing back to life. The buyers knew how to do it, and they were willing to put the to work in to do it. Yep. But if the ones that don't know or had to hire people, they don't want to deal with it. They right, don't. Right. It just so sellers. You know, let's chat about what the, getting your house uh, sell ready, right? We didn't have to talk about this the last couple of years. It's mm-hmm. like, just list your house. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But now, now it, does. it does. So let's talk about getting your house ready for sale. Some of the things that you should consider. Um, you know, what's the range of price that you might get if you don't? Mm-hmm. What's the range of price if you do? Mm-hmm. Um, is it worth the ROI, and why, the it, money you're yeah, going to Yeah, is it in? worth it to yeah. you? You know, it's uh, so let's talk about that. Get your house ready for sale. Buyers, be buying if you're if the rate and the monthly payment looks good. Be buying. Houses aren't going to crash. They're, nope. The, the, nope. The values are not coming down. New Hampshire, so if you were in Phoenix, Las Vegas, Boise, Idaho. Where they are just building houses galore. They're going to crash because there was such an influx from all of those markets had such an influx from California buyers. Right. That were paying tons of money, more than like even in New Hampshire. You think 50 grand over asking price is a lot and people paying cash over asking price. We're talking bigger money. We're talking hundreds of thousands. Seattle, Washington. Hundred and eighty thousand over asking price, and you know it's all cash. It's like right. oh, it's nothing. Right. I mean, it's a di- it's a whole different. Those world markets are going to come down because they're also building. Like you were saying, they're also building in those markets. New Hampshire, there's not a lot of building going on. Yep. Most of the country, there's not a lot of building going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're desirable, which kind of leads us to like, why, why the, the heck, heck would you live here, Southern New Hampshire? <laughs> what is up with Southern New Hampshire? Why is this so great? Yeah, or not? Right. Right. Um, what do you think? Yeah. So for me, I bought obviously in Southern New Hampshire. Um, Why? It, I, it, I grew up here. Um, for me, it was the the proximity to literally everything that I need in my life. So for me, I'm I'm relatively outdoorsy. I'm not like this crazy hiker, but sure. if, you know, if people that I know invite me on a hike. I'm going. If people yeah. I know are going skiing, snowboarding, cool, I'll go. Right, but I'm not gonna like go out and seek it. Sure. So to have the ability to go to the mountains, to go to different lakes of all different sizes, I yeah. think that's also a crucial thing. If it was just Winnipesaukee, I don't think this state would be as popular because not everyone likes to be in an ocean when you're in, when you are on a lake. Right, that lake is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But there's so many other different options. Um, you have the you have the shoreline right there with, with Hampton and is it Seabrook that's in New Hampshire, I believe it yeah. is. Yep. Seabrook, Rye, Hampton. Yeah. Yep. Right. All so along got, the sea coast. Even Portsmouth. Yep. Um, you, you have you have that part of the state, and then just the fact that you know Salem is now building like a mini city with Tuscan yeah. Village in there. Like, there's just a lot happening in Salem, and well, I bought in Salem, but just Southern New Hampshire in general. Like, Londonderry is kind of doing a similar thing yes, off Exit Four. Like, I think these these towns are almost starting to become. Bedford's they, doing the same thing. Oh, they are. <clears throat> oh, no yeah. kidding! I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. And obviously, Manchester is ridiculously hot yeah. in terms of the market. Yeah. Um, but then for me. Like, I knew I was never going to sell this house. There's a 99% chance I'm never selling my house. So, okay, where well, what is What about my- that ghost? 
that no. we were talking about before the show. I may have a ghost. In we the don't house. have. That's for another. Episode. That's for another episode. But we <laughs> may have a ghost in the house. Um, and my fiance wants to potentially sell it. You just you just bought that two months ago. Yeah, I moved in two months ago. So. All right. Well. <laughs> we're, we're thriving over in. Good. Good. Just give the. You have an extra room for the ghost. Just yeah, we're good. Room. We yeah. got three extra rooms. We're fine. Exactly. It's fine. Um, but yeah, you're never selling. Uh, yeah, I'm never selling. So for me, it was where is my property value either just going to hold. Or go up, right? Well, so that's, I think, I'd love to just kind of hang tight on that point, is the value of the southern New Hampshire market of New Hampshire, um, similar to the seacoast, you know, like Portsmouth mm -hmm. High and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, b buying in those areas, are uh, those areas are going to appreciate because there is a demand in mm -hmm. those areas, more so than northern, central, western New yep. Hampshire. Yep. Southern New Hampshire, the demand is there. Is there and has always been. Mm -hmm. My parents moved here when I was in second grade from Mass. A lot of people's parents moved from Mass Mine to New did. Hampshire. Mine lived in Tewksbury and Wilmington. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so like the demand is there because we've got that close proximity to Massachusetts mm -hmm. and a lot of people come to New Hampshire for all the benefits. Yep. Uh, and Southern New Hampshire makes the most sense. With right. all the jobs, I mean, so the man, uh, to your point of like your proximity to everything mm -hmm. in Salem, like, you know, I've always kind of been around that Manchester market, 45 minutes from everywhere, mm -hmm. mountains, lakes, uh, rivers, um, uh, oceans. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Even just cities. Boston. For Manchester's like a Forty-five minutes to an hour from Boston on a good day, like yeah, it's not that bad. Like so, <laughs> think about that. Like if you work in Boston, and granted the commute would kind of suck, yeah, in the morning. But if you've got some flexibility there, work from home or mm -hmm. commute at different times. Well, Londonderry, New Hampshire, Salem, New Hampshire, thirty-five to forty minutes right. into Boston. Yeah, no right. brainer. Right, it is. It, it, it literally is. And you know, for for people that grew up in Mass, like this happened to my parents. They they bought their first townhouse in Tewksbury, and then you know, back ninety eight, so thirty was that thirty years ago? Jesus, twenty four years ago. Yeah. Right. They they looking around in Tewksbury when they were buying, and they I remember they were like, yeah, houses worth three hundred grand, three hundred and fifty grand, which at the time, it's a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. And they're you know they were capped at what that at their number, and then they come up to over the border, they see what they can actually get in New Hampshire for that same dollar. And it's yep. like, oh, okay, we can almost get the same house for you know. 30% of the, or 60% of the cost, 70% yeah, of the more cost. more land around you. Right, right. Typically. Yeah, you know, you're not, you're not hovered on your neighbors, not saying every town in Mass is like right. that, but you know, the there's a lot of places that are. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you, you said, you get more land, you get more privacy, yeah. you just, you know, it's, to me, it's better. So the Southern New Hampshire market, the demand is there, the proximity to everything's there, you know, why the heck wouldn't you mm -hmm. want to live in Southern New Hampshire? Mm -hmm. You know, the property values are going up. You might look at that as a buyer and go, well, great. That means I can't get into something. But, like, get into something and know that your property value is going to rise. Right. Like you said, you know, the houses back in 94, 98, uh, there were 300000 You think about that now and you're like, I would have bought five of them. Right. You know, like. But you also would have been making thirty, so forty. You in, know what I mean? Like, so it's like. E inflation, right? Right. We're talking about inflation. Right. Just naturally. <clears throat> like, put your money into your own house. Right. And it's going to grow. Right. And if you do have to, you know, move or want to move, you've just created more equity 
and you're able to use that as a stepping stone or a ladder. You can use the equity that you've built by putting work into your house, making it very nice, keeping mm -hmm. it updated. Plus, naturally, it's just going to appreciate because you're in a demanding right. market. Right. Southern New Hampshire. Right. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Whitefield, New Hampshire, there's a 10-unit property for sale. Wow, fantastic, right? Like 10-unit in, in the Manchester, Southern New Hampshire market, right. you're looking at like a million and a half. Right. Let's go to Whitefield. $400,000. <laughs> for a 10 unit. What the heck is even Whitefield? But I was just going to ask but, that, but can somebody tell me where Whitefield is? <laughs> uh, so, but like, so my point is like, you know, yes, it's appreciated there in that market too, but it also goes to show you the demand mm -hmm. of Whitefield is a lot less. Mm -hmm. So right. your asset, your, you know, home, uh, which is a liability, but your assets, mm -hmm. you know, whatever you kind of own, um, if you're investing, if you're buying in the Southern New Hampshire market, you know, you're going to get some good return. You're right. going to get some growth out of it. Right. Um, right. And for me, that was one of the, that was like the second biggest thing for me um, was that, right? Where am I going to buy? Where are my properties going to at least hold value yeah. in the worst case scenario? Yeah. Right. And to me, that was Southern. It was either that Southern or the Seacoast. And right now I I can't afford Portsmouth. Who can afford the seat? Who can, it, it, it's wild Crazy. what's out there. Crazy. Um, I'll happily do a loan for you out there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. I mean, it's beautiful. Right, right. But yeah, the, the, it's, uh, and, and even and, that market has come, like, west. So, yeah. like, Seacoast now starts, like, epping. Right, yeah. <laughs> Exeter. Like, Barrington, like, yeah, you're talking because, almost. you know, think about it. If you can't afford someplace, you're gonna, but you want to be near there, you well, you'll move go. as close as you can yeah. and what you can afford, right? Yep. So people want to be Portsmouth, Rye, you know, Hampton, all those areas, Seacoast. Well, you, now you notch it back, notch it back, and just over the years, it's kind of notched back and, and right. you know, we're down 101, right. a little bit closer, you right. know, a little bit further away. But, you know, there's – and there's a lot of building going on in Epping. I mean, they had farm upon far like that was a yeah. farmland community. Right. And now and it's now completely they're different. putting in developments. They're putting in like – Pumpkin Lane, Apple uh, Orchard Way, right. and Macintosh Lane. Like I've driven through them. I'm like, what? And I'm looking around. I go, oh, these were Apple Orchards. Holy crap! It, it these makes are all sense. brand new homes now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then just you know, for the you know, if you're gonna move up in house, why you would live here? You know, school systems in Southern New Hampshire. I believe this could be a stereotype. I don't actually have the data in front. I of would me, just but... probably recommend to go on like GreatSchools.org yeah. to find out that information. Yeah, true. Um, that's what I recommend. Like, so you might be like, "Well, Rich, which, where's the great schools?" I actually can't tell you. Right. I, I'm not that. Like, that would be discriminatory. Right. Like, oh, true. Right. I can't tell you. Right. But I can tell you where to go to find that information. Right. Um, and greatschools.org is a great resource. So Perfect. if you have a certain town community that you're looking in, go there. They'll rank the schools, uh, and you can go and then make your own comparisons right. to other school districts, right. other areas. Right. Um, but. You know, you might be like, well, what the heck? You know, you live in this area. You can tell me. Like, I can't. I right. actually can't. I actually can't do like, that. Legitimately cannot tell you. I didn't even know you. you couldn't do that. Like, I can't tell you. Right. But I can give you to the right resource. That can, that can yes. get you that info. Yeah. Um, can you talk about hospitals? Is that discriminatory? Like medical I don't stuff? know. I don't know. Great question. I guess maybe. I've got experience in it. but So I happily would talk. But I, I don't think so. Yeah. So so for me, that's been a big thing, too, right? Yeah. If, you know, Boston's, like we talked about 40 minutes away, the best hospitals in the country. Yeah. Um, like Salem just built a Mass Brigham's in there. We got the Elliott in Manchester and Londonderry. So, like, there's yeah, just, so the, there's literally everything. So everything that's you need. priority, right? Like, any of those towns in southern New Hampshire will get you closer to right. some of these 
world famous, world renowned hospitals, right? In Boston, right? Like, if you need to be near near healthcare, it's from Boston up to you know just above Manchester. Yeah, like, that'll get you in, in very close proximity. Right, right. Just depends on how close be. you want to be. Do you Correct. want to be Salem close? Do you want to be Nashville close? Or do you, Manchester close? For, right, you know. Right, and I mean the last thing for me would be the just the the job market in general, and like yeah. it's the boring economic talk, but that's. That's what holds values. That's why New England property values will forever be strong and will forever hold. And why maybe Phoenix or something like that or you know, Florida is a big, you know, Florida sees these massive undulations in property value because generally if you're moving down to Florida, you know, second home, you know, maybe even an investment home, you're going down there for retirement, right? You're not generally speaking buying in you know the wet the wetlands of florida to yeah. you know go go start new businesses and ventures generally no. speaking right? right so it's you you see the values in those areas just completely go up and down on these mm-hmm. major levels where new england it just kind of holds steady like it, yeah. it, it really does you see almost like a perfectly like exponential growth so when you see in the news like all these you know uh when dine got bought out by um sis was it Cisco? No. Yeah, I think it was Cisco. Cisco? Yeah. So an- another mega company buys out a small, but they were pretty mega for the area, like, yeah. you know, tech company. They're bringing in more jobs. You know, when you see, like, the news that Southern New Hampshire University's, you know, yeah. building this parking garage and mm-hmm. they're taking over more mills, like, mm-hmm. those are all good signs mm-hmm. uh, for jobs, which all trickles down to people needing to live here, mm-hmm. which trickles down to people needing, you know, needing a house in order to live here. Mm-hmm. Which means demand, demand is there, goes up. <laughs> which then makes your house price go up. Right. Which, you know, well, it's not going to go up 20 to 50% like we've in the last two years. Right. But right. that means that there will be a regular and consistent basis where someone needs homes. So, you know, don't be upset when you see these big mega companies in here. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to cause some more traffic. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. But if you're a homeowner, which everybody should be. Right. And if you're not, call us. Right. Um your value of your property is going to go up because the demand is going to go up mm-hmm. because more people are in here. Like it just, it's, it's the economics, it's pretty, right? Then pretty basic macroeconomic, honestly. Yeah. And I'm not an economics guy. I listen to them. I have no clue uh, what any of it means, but I trust that these people know a lot more than I do. Right. So I, you know, I heed their advice and heed, you know, the things that they're saying as being accurate. Right. Um, right. And it, until someone, Tells me otherwise until it just proves proves it to me otherwise. Yeah, that, yeah. That's when obviously things it's change. Like, yeah, macro and micro is huge. Uh, again, I I don't know much about it, but 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 no, <laughs> but it is true, right? Where like, not to keep referencing Salem, but I bought in Salem, so I understand. I've lived there my whole life, so I understand what's happening there. Yeah. Um, there's like life science centers going in with Mass General Brigham, mm-hmm. so we're talking a bunch of people that are probably bringing in a good amount of money right. that need housing. Yeah. What logic says either in that or around sale logic says that yep. now that that market is probably going to stay strong yep. like just thinking logically here thinking yep. maybe outside the box or inside the box like towns around salem uh, as well you know the right. atkinson's Hampsteads, yeah. things like that they're all going to see the the benefit of that of these industries and businesses coming right. in exactly right and, and i think actually it's probably an important thing to note right where you know people think of southern new hampshire as i Personally, I think they think of it as like up 93, right? That's kind of where when you think of like, sure. yeah. it's like very populated yeah. or more populated, 
But you can go into towns like Atkinson and Sandown and yeah. Hampstead, Plastow, Danville, and which be, like is rural. Is right, and it, it's consideration. Not, it, I mean, it's not rural like you know Whitefield, for instance. Right, but right. It's but when you think we look at it on a relative scale, it it is. So you you don't have to be in these crazy populated areas. Right. And again, people branch out. People that can't afford Salem, Londonderry, Wyndham, go out and branch yep. out, right? So your property value is going to hold if you're near an area that's yeah. very, very desirable. One of these hubs, exactly. Right. Yeah, and they may even be higher, you know? They may, yeah. you know, Atkinson's got a lot of big, you know, they don't have a lot of, of homes, but some of the homes that they do have are larger. Yep. Even the smaller homes are, you know, uh, getting a high demand. Right, right. And, and Atkinson's very, you know, very desirable, especially because you're close to populated areas. Mm-hmm. And you're, it's just such a different feel there. It almost feels like you're in like a farm town yeah, when you're yeah. in Atkinson, but then you drive 10 minutes, or 10 minutes west, it would be yeah. like you're in a city. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, like you get both, you get best both, of best both of worlds, both worlds yeah. there. And check out greatschools.org to <laughs> check on the school district. You know, if you're near Salem and, you know, Boston, you've got great, you know, hospital medical. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like Auburn too. Now that I think about yeah, it, like Auburn, Auburn's, Auburn's like yeah. I mean, they're growing, and all of these towns are growing, yes, right? Like that's yeah. just that's just the natural progression of yeah. things. Just like Salem has grown over yeah. the last twenty years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, you know, we I grew up in Londonderry, and it's the same thing. It was a small farm town, and now we're getting, you know, like you said, a, a mini city built in yeah, off right, the highway. Um, yeah, four and four A and four B and exit five and all this stuff, like, right? Pretty wild. It, it, yeah, continued growth. That's right. What, that's what you want. Yeah. For your yeah. for your value of your of your home. Right. If you're buying in the area. Right. Right. Exactly. And you hear all this stuff. Exactly. So that's. I mean, that's. Those are the biggest things for me when I was actually physically looking out. And to me, that's that's why you would want to buy in in Southern New Hampshire, maybe versus a you know northern North Shore Mass or or Western Mass or you know you. I don't know how many people are thinking of Western Mass versus, you know, Southern New Hampshire, but to make the comparison, right, it's, it is kind of a, its own different, you know, ecosystem up here. And, yeah. it's, and it's nice. And people are nice. Yeah, people are very <laughs> And there's nice. no income tax if you work here and live here. No income tax. Yeah. Don't, don't get hit with the double whammy of working in Mass and then living in New Hampshire. My fiance does that. And she, we, she's, she's got to pay New Hampshire property tax and Mass state income tax. Mm. She gets hit. She gets hit twice. Not smart. Not smart. Double, <laughs> like, double whammy. Yeah, she just gets hit double. So it's like, oh god. <laughs> but, oh my god. What uh, what else do we have on Southern New Hampshire? I think that that wraps up a lot of. Yeah, it. I mean, um, they, they kind of you know anybody else the broad has anything, spectrum of it, right? You know, shoot a comment, text, yeah. you know, email. Love to chat more about you know pros and cons, right? You know. I guess you know why. Why the heck wouldn't you? You know why would you live here if there's any? Ne- what are the cons? Right, we can't just all cover the pros. Right. What are the cons? The, the cons. That's fair. Um, the cons of living in southern. New I know. Manager. I just kind of sprung it because we were, yeah, we were kind of like there's the a pros. lot of pros. Yeah. Uh, the cons. I'm trying to think realistic, like very realistically, like being yeah. realistic about the situation. Depending on your situation, it could be the fact that property values are high, right? Because of the demand, yeah. Um, just depending on your situation, and right. maybe you, again, you have to go to these sort of one step out of the Manchester Salem market. Maybe you take a step back and you go up a little further to 
hooks it or maybe you go a little higher up to like allenstown right or maybe right. you know maybe you go up to concord which concord is is freaking exploding right. i mean and that's not even like that that's still kind of southern new hampshire yeah yeah when you look at like the actual map of new hampshire yeah like it, it's still it really southern is. new hampshire but like after that it's kind of like well. now you're talking central yeah, <laughs> yeah you get central, into like yeah. canterbury and that yeah. stuff like you know you're in like central new but hampshire. there's you know there's other options right you can kind of move out a little further to get um you know maybe a little bit uh lower property lower price home mm -hmm. um that you know meets your criteria like you know you go to bosco in which is like really far from kind of a lot of stuff but there's some good homes there right and they're they're good they're well priced right right um you just might have to work from home or Deal with the deal with the, deal commute. With the commute. Try to think of like anywhere other cons <laughs> that I have. I mean, I love Southern New Hampshire, so it's very hard for me to look in that in that So we can't say, well, can't it be like Park sucks? Yeah, <laughs> I lived right near it. Can't it be like Park is awesome? Oh, so yeah. Well, I guess yeah. There you go. I, so I, yeah, I grew depending up, on what you're near. Yeah, grew. I grew up next to Canopy, so I've heard enough amusement parks in my life. Uh, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm good. I'm all set. Uh -huh. <laughs> so property taxes are a pro. Um, or a con. Or a con. Or a con. Income taxes are a pro, but property taxes, property taxes are right, a con. if you're looking Mass versus New Hampshire, yep. property taxes would, would definitely be a con there. But let's weigh the weigh the difference, right? If you're in Mass, you're paying income tax right. and lower property tax. Yep. But if you come into New Hampshire and you work in New Hampshire, yep. you're paying no income tax, but you're paying higher uh, property, property taxes. Property taxes. So it's, 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 you got to weigh that. Yeah. I would honestly say, too, you, you, you do need more money out of pocket to buy in New Hampshire because closing costs are typically higher. Yeah. So I think that is probably that's something to note, right? Where mass your closing costs are looking more like two and a half to three percent. New Hampshire right now, if you're by really eight out of the twelve months of the year, you're looking closer to four, mm -hmm. just for the amount of taxes we have to collect. Yep. Which you know a percent on a five hundred thousand dollar house, you know, yep. an extra five grand. So not relatively in the grand scheme of purchasing a house, not crazy, yeah. but first time home buyer that that could be a real that could make a huge difference sure so that's a, that's an important thing to note sure you know sure. more more just uh what would it be you're you're out of buying yeah, yeah 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 how about i think i got a good one oh, okay oh boy friday afternoon 2 p.m heading north on 93 oh geez. that's a con that is a huge cost, especially if there's a beautiful day out, a long weekend, or people are leaf peeping, mm. and you forget that people are leaf peeping, yes. like I did a few weeks ago, or two weeks ago. So time oh. your day and time when you leave. Starting 2 p.m. on a Friday, heading north from the border of New Hampshire, Mass, to exit so, 20. Yeah, literally. I was going to say to the tolls, but yeah, no, it's probably. No, yeah, exit 20. <laughs> right. Like, it's very real, right. depending on the weekend. Exit right. 20. Yes, the tolls on a light weekend yeah. is your sort of your, your benchmark, but if it's a big weekend, exit 20, guy. That, that's just, <laughs> well, it doesn't help that it goes to two lanes either. Right. Like that's it's like, yeah, you can go 75, but you only got two lanes to do it. Yeah, in. you got two lanes to do it, and the guy in front of you is going 50. Yeah, so. and you're like, okay, now I can't even get around this guy. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, and then um, another con would be probably going south on a Sunday on, Sunday, yeah. on 93, or even at Turnpike. Right, um, right. Uh, that would be a con, you yeah. know, starting at 12, 2 p.m. Right, right. Um, and maybe maybe that is a con just thinking out loud for for people where they they don't want to be 40 50 minutes away from everything they want to be closer to one specific thing. Yeah. They love the they love the ocean line. Okay, right. cool. 
maybe you know Londonderry isn't the spot for, right. for you to be in, yep. or they need to be near the lake. Yep. Okay, maybe you know this area isn't. I mean, you can go on like Big Island Pond and Dairy, but if that's not where you want to be, okay, hundred percent, let's find somewhere else. So just thinking, like someone's looking very specific. Yeah, for mountains, okay, that, lakes, oceans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that's probably you know another con of Southern New Hampshire if you're looking for yeah. for that. So it's lifestyle dependent, yeah. really, as on, right. on those few things, right? Right, um, and I think those—that's really it. You know, person to person dependent is probably where the cons and pros really, obviously, for yeah. everyone come come into play. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the pros are a very broad spectrum. So ninety percent of people that move to New Hampshire probably move there for the things that we talked about. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, all I can think of on the pros and cons yeah. side of things. Yeah, I mean, I would say let's let's have people drop a comment below. Yeah. And tell us why you like or love living in New Hampshire and maybe some things you don't love about living in New Hampshire. Some things, because everywhere has them. Yep. As much as I love to say that this place is perfect. It's the best place. I'm sure the I could. the best place in the world. It's exactly. better than Disneyland. <laughs> I'm sure I'll leave here and be like, oh, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. I, I, I hate that part of it. So, yeah, but, you know, drop a comment on why you why you like it, why maybe, you know, what yeah. are some aggravation points for you. Break our rose-colored glasses, right? Like, yeah. you know, give us the real talk. Okay, right. You know, exactly. maybe there's something we didn't even think about. Right, exactly, For on both ends, right? Yeah. And that way, you know, we, when we share this out, people can see yeah. what it's actually like to live in New Hampshire. And then, you know, the more info out there, the better. And then, yeah. you know, the more people that want to live in your town, the higher your value goes. So it's a win-win for everyone. Exactly. So subscribe uh, to the podcast yep. um, on whatever you're listening to, Apple, Spotify. Um, you know, go head on to YouTube at Rich Racine. You can subscribe and follow along there. Mm-hmm. We do these, obviously, live on Facebook on yep. my page, Rich J. Racine. Uh, and check out www.findnhhomesforsale.com. Mm-hmm. You can get in touch with me or Matt there at mm-hmm. any time. We're happy to answer questions. Also, you can get in touch with Jan on there as yep. well. So where can people uh, hit you up? Yeah, no, uh, text call is probably the best in terms of if you just need a quick like response for me, uh, I'll put that number below because no one's going to remember if I say it. Um, <laughs> and then email, my email will be below as well. Um, I'm actually, I was just thinking about like my marketing plans and things like that. I'm going to start putting together like kind of weekly stuff just to blast out to people. So, yeah. you know, I might might be getting an email list going together. So Very nice. Well, I'll, I'll keep everyone updated on yeah, that yeah. one. But just like, you know, not... I don't even want to do like just boring market stuff because sometimes it happens, right? Sometimes a market update needs to happen. Yeah. But, you know, it's a week- weekly thing on like, I don't know, something about Southern New Hampshire, something crazy that's happening. Like, yeah. for instance, hey, go leaf peeping because this season's changing. Like, yeah, just like yeah, yeah. things like that to, you know, keep people understanding on why you want to live in this area. Nice. Yeah, that'd be great. Get a, get signed up on that. There'll be a ton of value there. Right. Um, yeah. From that perspective. So. Yeah, no, this was, this was great. And that is why money matters. matters.